Back at it again. It is I, yours truly. My current state of mind yet again. This has started to become a norm. Having these kind of sessions, especially by myself. Uh, they are such empowering, man. And I remember when I started with all of this, I didn't see its significance in it. But uh, this is also the opportunity where I can go back on my thoughts and also see where my mind is at, what my focus is on, and quite humbly, what I need to do to improve where I currently am. Wherever I find myself, I always find means on correcting the self. How can I do better? How can I always try to advance myself? And fundamentally, it's learning from every experience that we encounter. This is my current state of mind. Namaste. Current state of mind. We are back and we come from a week of tribulations, but we continue from where we left off. We are quite observant that everything that requires our attention is going to take a lot for us. But the main thing that I've been contemplating about is my emotions don't care about what I feel, but also indications for me to check the self, to be able to cleanse to be able to rejuvenate and understand that these emotions only have power when we decide to give them. I'm glad that I got an opportunity to wake up and record yet again. Plenty has gone through and it feels like with each and every tribulation that we are facing, a part of us gets to be ignited. We get to see how strong and capable we are when we decide to face the adversities that are placed in front of us. One of the motivational speakers that got me into speaking that quickly just came to mind now was Simon Sinek. And he just had a talk at a conference where he was motivating and giving a, a perspective of competition versus rivalry. And it had me thinking that our rivals make us better because rivalry is about advancement. Competition is about doing better than the other person or the competitor. So I am quite aware that while I'm trying to build this, I'm also going to be faced with struggle, struggle with the self, because I feel with each and every encounter that I'm starting to have with the podcast, I feel like I'm still challenging the old belief systems that are still intact in me. I'm quite also aware of the programming that still reigns through me as an adult that was put in as a child. And as hard as it is, I have to face them. There are dark parts of myself that are still, I'm not ready to avail myself to them. But Rome wasn't built in a day. An elephant is not eaten whole, but you eat it piece by piece. So I've installed the simplicity approach. What's the most simple thing that you can do so that uh, you can, with each and every try, take the load off? Give yourself perspective. Give yourself the power to observe what you are faced with. You are quite an impeccable and very knowledgeable young man. And sometimes it does take a lot for you to admit that you are going through a lot. Seeing the chaotic experiences that we get to see and the value systems that people have installed in their lives now. Fake is the new real, and you must understand that you must have your own back. As much as you also must have your own back, there's also that accountability circle, Tando, that you created. Do not let that circle out. Do not keep them in the dark. 
Let them know what you are going through. And that is exactly what I'm planning on doing. Making sure the people that matter most know I'm going through some things. There's this song, man, I was listening to that just had it, my mom just immediately into my mind the moment I heard that song. And it's like those lyrics were speaking to me and I was doing laundry. It shows that someone, even if they're physically gone, but spiritually they still live. And how many things that are not here, even physically, even people that we don't get to see often, and yet because of the experiences that we have encountered and had with them, whenever we think about them or something ignites that experience, then we don't hesitate to preserve that person's memory. It also gives me opportunity to think about what an impeccable and strong woman my mom was. I look at the beautiful babies that she bore and those babies are turning into adults. But with adulthood, there's also challenges that we are going to be faced with. It doesn't come with instructions. And in most cases, I've found that it's through the doing that you get to see how things are done. Trial and error. And it is my responsibility to make sure that even through the sad times, I also remind myself of all the good. The very fact that I got to spend years with this impeccable woman. I might not have learned all the things that I wanted to learn, but learn to be grateful with the time that you had with her. And also with the time that you also still have on earth, try my utmost best to make sure that I use her feminine energy so that it can work and reflect from it. It's how I wish I had to sit down with my mom and let her know how of a strong and capable woman she is, how she's already won by the mere fact that she still has her kids. She also had herself. But I had to quite understand that she was also going through her things. Life also had hit her hard. And it gets to a point where you've taken so many bullets to your arsenal. Sorry, to your bulletproof. To your protection. So much that it gets to a point now these holes, they are starting to be poked in. And how hurting must it be to have the people that you love most. The people that you cared most for. And you can't even place yourself in a position to tell them this is what you're going through. This is me also trying to understand that there are things that we didn't understand that she had to protect us from. Thank you, mom, for that. You are a beacon of hope and love. I also like to give credit to my girlfriend. I remember how you used to tell me that this is the lady that you see me with and how your words are coming true. My heart jumps with joy and I also admire the fact that I listened, a part of me didn't, but a part of me did, and here we are. Your granddaughter, she is the best thing that ever happened to me. She is such a mischievous child, very intelligent, very outgoing, out of this world, full of life. She reminds me of you. Every day I see her, I see you through her eyes. And I really do believe that the Lord takes and he gives. I would have loved for you to be physically here because I know how much you would have loved her. You would have loved her as your own. You would cherish her as your own. And I know you still do. Even from the depths of heaven, you continue to look over us, mom. That beautiful smile that you always had, even when things were falling apart. Now I start to understand that people 
who have smiles on their face doesn't mean that they have a good life. And we are living in a, such a conform culture and a fake culture where we don't value taking care of our own emotional stance and also our inner well-being. Brings me back to the the importance of instilling meditation in my my daily routine and how I've been able to put certain thoughts to bed because I've understood that I am the person who is thinking these thoughts. It is also my sole responsibility to sort out what these thoughts are saying. They are taught by me anyway, so I might as well be the person who administers himself to it. Becoming the person that I am. I've realized that I have to make new decisions always. The decisions of the old are no longer required now. In order for new things to happen in our lives, we need to make different decisions. And I'm a man who believes that without challenge, we cannot be able to grow. Without something that makes us get up in the morning, that pushes us, that makes us want to kick our blankets and say, yeah. I need to go out there and make this work. Even with the losses that we had the previous week, it's the same thing with the wins, man. I always believe that my biggest win is keeping the promise to myself. Seeing how far I've come now and the very fact that uh, the first two months I've been consistent shows Guti I am moving into uncharted territory. This is something new to me. I'm still trying to get used to it. And uh, the old self always is there trying to ask me, where do you think this is going? Obviously, I have to tend to that and then move with action anyway. Because the mind is built to notice negativity immediately. It's the same thing, we, we can meet 100 people a day. 97 people tell us we are the best and 3 people tell us we are not that good and still the mind will remind you of the three people other than the 97 which is why you must also be the person who decides which side are you going to choose to be in your head there are two dogs one dog is willing to fight by any means necessary and the other dog only fights when it's supposed to each of these dogs you need to feed the question is which one are you going to be feeding most? Are you going to be feeding your limitations or are you going to be filling your abundance? Your capability to make something from nothing. When we're cooking up something, we are already cooking that something in perspective of this is a part of us that we are going to be sending out there to the world and this is what we're going to expect to get back. I've gotten to a position where I've become so hell-bent on telling my own story and advising and also encouraging others to do that. If you do not know how to speak, learn. If you do not know how to write, learn. If you do not read, start reading anything. Start becoming the things that you want to be. You want to be more knowledgeable, start reading more. I need your dedication, motivation. Hey, this past weekend, I listened to such a relatable artist. This dude just makes such relatable music. And I was listening to this song, Uko Oko. Thank you to Uko Oko.
ukuthi imithandazo yakhe isikhusele kuzo zonke izinto and then i listened on this last project isambuko where he was also still acknowledging ugogo so from the first to the latest one i think his fourth project first was a sinamova then after a sinamova um, i'm not sure then there was that ep that also went gold and then there was umphele which was 2018 and then glonyaka ke ngokusambuko so yeah such relatable music um highly respect the dude remember him seeing for the first time not not for the first time before the music he was an actor on mzinwenziza zone 14 and i just need to get a few clips from back then just to remind myself by umdu can change uh, the direction but i also could relate to the first title of his first album which is called isinamova in zulu that translate which is in zulu but translate in english to a late developer and it talks about how his journey where he started out in acting and all that and eventually a boy stopped with the acting and then he got into the music and he's the artist that we know now that makes such relatable such good inspiring music he's one of those artists that make me proud to be a black south african an african and loving his language and also his his customs and i love the fact that through our arts and culture when we express ourselves through it people and the world get to see who we are as a people how we live how we treat one another what do we value most because south africa is such a diverse uh, nation filled with so much promise so much talent so much capability there's plenty things that we can take from the bottom to the top and this country has fiery and motivated youth that I would like to take this opportunity guys to please encourage you to go and vote in the national elections this is probably my first elections that I will be active in this country and 2023 and how things have been going just made me realize that i cannot sit by and let my country go through all of this because once i become a spectator then i cannot be expecting things to change yet i am a spectator there's a reason why people go to the match and they are supporters and then there are those who are on the field doing the work being professionally played paid sorry to do what they are doing on the field so when we are going to be uh, spectators of our own lives we are obviously going to give off that control to other people and uh, i would encourage you to take that control back your life is too precious for you to be giving that to other people don't leave it in anyone's hands and this year has taught me how i need to take care of the mental psyche how what a lot of people think about me doesn't matter especially when they are coming from a place of judgment everyone just wants to judge you and they think they know what you are going through but instead they're not no one has it figured out mark manson always reminds me of that and i love following pages on my social medias that always remind me of that 
So probably to someone else, I'm boring. But I don't mind being boring because this is me. At least I'm not giving you a, a fake version of who I'm supposed to be so that you can get to like me. I want to be as relatable as possible. But true being relatable, I also want to be real. You don't have to like me. You don't have to like my opinion. But you have to respect it. The same way that I don't have to like you, nor do I have to like your opinion, but I have to respect it because it's yours. Let's build a culture where people can be comfortable in believing in what they want to believe and make them good about believing in what they believe in. We put so much emphasis on trying to change people's minds. How about we change our own? Arguments sometimes do not bring us to a resolution. Instead, it tears us apart, especially when it, we are dealing with people who do not know how to handle themselves. People that can't talk to themselves, first of all, because you are with yourself a majority of the time. Even when you're walking on the streets, you are by yourself. Even when you have a partner, you are by yourself. How often have you started to ask and also observe that question, how am I talking to myself? Am I speaking abundance into my life or am I speaking lack into my life? Am I encouraging myself when I do less than I'm supposed to? Because uh, working with yourself is something that you should make it a norm. You are going to have to enjoy being with you wherever you are. And in, in, in doing that, I know it's going to get difficult. I know you, sometimes you're going to get uh, battered and you get, get, you're going to get bruised. But I think that's the nature of things. I love seeing progress in the self and also in others. I, like, I love giving credit weights to you. Get into this nature of affirming yourself, affirming your circle, affirming those around you. See the good in others. Don't do what you won't want to be done to you. Treat yourself with respect. Treat others with respect. Treat life with respect. This life thing doesn't come with a formula. It doesn't come with anything that you would make it easier. We are all going through it. But that's so unique that there are billions and billions of us. And we are all having billions and billions of different experiences. And yet we are on this one rock. We are in this matrix. We are in this rat race whatever you want to call it. But how are you moving through it? That's also hell-bent on what information do you value? I value living, not survival. I love rivalry, not competition. I love collaboration. I love collaborating with people that make me better. And I make them better. There are those around you that could help you get to where you want to go. Help someone get to where they want to go so that they can also help you to get where you want to go. Isn't it this going to be the most gratifying journey if we help each other succeed? That is one of the most gratifying thoughts that I always go through my mind. Where am I weak at that I can ask someone else to be strong? I know this person has the capabilities to, to, to finish that work on that side. But how about I also on my side 
work on what I can do best. And recording the episodes, being in front of the camera, editing the episode, and all lot of other things that people don't see behind the scene. And then finally, it gets to that time where you are digesting the episode. You are listening to the episode. People won't see what you go through to make sure that it's out there. People are only going to see what they want to see. So it's not your job to change anyone's mindset. Your job is to change yours for the better. Because I want to be better because of everything I do. I want others to be better because of me as well. Intentional about that. Power and goodwill, man. I remember this one time I, I used to fear standing alone. I used to be the one who conforms the most. And in most cases, I started to realize that I was in the wrong rooms. I knew more than everyone, but that still didn't help me. And then I think back to this quote, if you are the most knowledgeable one in your group, then you're in the wrong group. You need to be around people who are more knowledge than you, which goes back to that accountability circle. You are who you spend most of your time with. You are who you think mostly about. But your mindset is your own doing. This is me also thinking about uh, uh, Sadhguru's work. I need to get more videos, latest videos of him. And I am very intentional this year about building that NAS, building that gaming PC. I just had goosebumps, man. Learning shortcut, editing my first two videos, which are coming up for Galore Game Shack, the esports uh, team that. I'm conjuring up. <laughs> Nobody's ready for what's coming ahead, eh? I'm an avid gamer, man. And also, I just want all my childhood dreams to live through my current reality as well. I remember not having any form of console, TV game, and all that. Just wanted to be friends with people that had it. But it was just this one thing about me. And even if I didn't have it, I already felt like I had it. That sense of you trusting yourself that the moment you bamba and you start working with it, now you start observing by hey, here's my opportunity to learn because when I'm holding the hardware, like I'm holding this phone right now, the inquisitive starts. I put on one button, it tells me, hey, connected charge. I look at the back, oh I see, oh camera bump. Then I see a ooh, fingerprint. It was you're curious. You try to see, but okay. When I press this button, this happens. When I press that other button, this happens. <laughs> okay. Let me go to the setting. Let me go. What about the phone? Then I'm a person who, who likes to go and see on YouTube reviews about a certain products about a phone. I think that's the beauty about YouTube. <laughs> At university. It can be anything that you want, but the amount of knowledge that I've accumulated through YouTube. And March is that month. Sierra episodes are going to be available on YouTube, on the Galore 7 Media uh, uh, YouTube channel. Four pillars of our company. Motivation, tech, podcasting, and gaming. Those are the four pillars of Galore 7 Media. There's a new, um, what is this, logo. Gonna get my game, game on. And when we jump, make sure that we jump the highest. <laughs> Little knowledge is too dangerous. 
the great Joshua Kula. Do what you know best, Tito. Always do what you know best and understand that there are those who are going to appreciate you for being you and there are those who are not going to appreciate. But at the end of the day, you must continue to live, man. I'm still quite glad that the Lord Almighty has kept that man intact. He's kept him very strong, also very capable. It's not also just about seeing him physically because he has many siblings, which I am also very familiar with. I'm going to have his nephew on the podcast as well. A very good friend and a good brother of mine. Just want to chop it off with him and let him know how his support, man, has been so impeccable. And uh, it's so refreshing knowing that this dude, like, he, we can relate, man. We can relate. And us creating that nature of accountability amongst young men was another thing. We had to grow up very young, man. And in us growing young, we had to man up. So we became men before we really became men. I just don't say that for the sake of saying it, man. As in as in, you have to leave them behind. And being 27 now, <laughs> getting older, brother. I have to mature with time. The older I get, the more matured and also the wiser I must become. I must understand that I am also dispensable. That if I don't work, then I don't get to lay claim. Brick by brick, we are going to lay this foundation. We are going to lay everything that we are supposed to. I love this analogy that I got from Will Smith. Lay a brick a day. Place that brick in perfect condition. That's what I'm trying to do. Yo, man, just a reminder of greatness, man, and how we must celebrate life while it's still here. Just thinking about the family of Keenan Jared Forbes, also known by his rap name, a.k.a. Born and bred in Cape Town, he would what you recall uh, a colored. Such an impeccable man. So outgoing. Hugely inspirational. Alpha male. People don't talk about his net worth because what I've seen is that the person who we think has money is the one who's always throwing into our face that they have money. And I'm not playing a comparison game here. But how many people are on the low that we think are not wealthy, but are really, really wealthy? But they don't want to throw that out there. To me, that's an example I can take from uh, Mr. Keenan Forbes. Bold value. I'm thinking about that vodka, man. <laughs> Bruh, that man, he's passed on but his legacy is racking up. He's making money, yet he's passed on. And I'm thinking about Tokozani Vilakazi's post on Facebook. You are alive and you are still complaining while AKA has passed on and he's still making money in his grave. Thank you for the departing gift, Mr. Keenan Forbes. Mass country. It's going to be special, man. And... As a Manchester United fan, I'd also like for our first trophy in seven years, six years, sorry, to be corrected, I dedicate that trophy to you. You are a fellow punter. You are a fellow red devil, through and through, and you weren't afraid to let the world know. Thank you for inspiring us as young people through your music. Thank you for, for showing us how it's done. Thank you for breaking the limits where people thought it couldn't be broken. 
I'm so grateful for the fact that I can point to each and every era of the music that you made and what I went through. Such a special album, Levels. Levels is like my reincarnation. New friends, new reality. And this is me cementing myself back to the top when that circle of accountability and the friends that I have now are affirming the good that I'm doing. Tando, you are a changed person now. You started to do differently now. So different things start to happen. You are moving differently now because you started to allow a new form of thinking to enter you. You've started to allow yourself to experience things instead of pushing them out. As hard as it may be, you are capable, young man. You've got this. This is me talking to myself because I was going through my pictures when I was in high school. And one question I asked myself is, what were you telling yourself? What was your story? What was going on in your head? Because the subtle smile I had, <laughs> you wouldn't even tell that I, I was going through things. You wouldn't tell. But it also shows Gute, I, I, I was information. That was the pressure because matric was eight years ago. 2015 was eight years ago. What I've learned and seen and went through and experienced in the last eight years is where I am now. Pat yourself on the back. Give yourself a round of applause. Another one. Cheer up, man. Cheer up. Cheer up. You've got this. You might not have gotten what you thought was deserved, but you got this adversities. Look at the tribulations. Look at the trials. Look at the difficult roads that you had to go through. And yet you still went through it. You did not give up. You trusted in yourself. You saw victory. You saw goodwill. You saw capability. You believed. One thing that helped me through everything is that I believed when you start to believe then things start to happen twist the turn twist everything turn everything upside down I, I could have decided 2012 2013 sorry my failure year but are we gonna become lazy now uh, where we come from it's not worth it man why should I instill a good attitude Knowing full well where I come from, it doesn't matter. But then remember, I could be the person that could place the blockade for my own success because I had to seek. But you have to take steps, small steps. This reminds me of the great Martin Luther King Jr. You don't have to see the entire staircase. All you need is to just take the first step. And the first step is seeing myself worthy of the person that I wanted to be. I believed that I could be able to achieve that. I believed, and then after I believed, I worked it into existence. Your belief keeps on being reinforced about what you do. It's not just what, what you're saying. What you're saying, what you do, will continue to reinforce your belief so that you can continue to move forward. So when temptation comes, you are already outweighing. This will prevent me from getting here. I can't get to 500 listens. 
if I don't put out the episodes. I cannot be hell bent on that one episode is the one thing that will... No! Turn it up. Twist it up a notch and make sure that you understand that it's not just one aspect. It's many different ones. It's a combination of all these things. Meditation, working out, listening to motivation talks, podcasts, reading the books, listening to seminars, audiobooks, everything. It contributes. I am not the body. I am not even the mind. Just had to mantra. I am not this body. I am not even the mind. Isha Kriya Meditation. I love what I am becoming. I love the man that I am becoming. It is all evident of myself sticking through. I am such a powerful being. I am such a capable man. I am honorable. I am worthy of everything that comes into my life. Anything that doesn't grow in me doesn't own me. Let that sink in. If it doesn't grow me, it doesn't own me. Stop letting things that don't grow you own you. You're all going through things, man. But safety first. You can lose material, but once you lose the person, there's never another person like that. Let's start being available for ourselves. I think that's also the reasoning that I had to go through in 2013. That now we are stop putting ourselves at risk. We are going to stop doing that by first of all, stopping around people that bring risk. Because it's people that bring risk. It's those who we tend to be around that will bring risk. And sometimes it's us. In being around them, knowing full well what they bring risk and we don't address that. I've learned to stay away from things that won't affect me good. Stay away from people that rub you off the wrong way. I don't have time to flip and gossip. That's not going to do me good. I gossip about you and yet I still spend time with you. That's being hypocritical, man. That's men and women out here. And that you learn from a young age. And once you learn that, you grow up with it and you think it's fine. And anyone who wants to give you an ear, obviously you think that will do you good. Trust me, bro. I became better when I started to love myself more. When I started to treat myself with respect, with honor with gratitude and also to remind myself of what I was told in life orientation because school is not all that bad. There's things that you wouldn't have figured out if you didn't stick it through to that education system. Yes, I didn't go to varsity. Yes, I only have a grade 12 certificate. But do I have to be in a position where I disacknowledge all of that? No, I don't get to be able to speak any other language other than my mother tongue. If I don't go through all those 12 years. But then still after those 12 years, there's a continuation. Then we started to discover there's this thing called YouTube. Where we learn things. And in us learning, we become better. We fine-tune those skills. Learning didn't stop after grade 12. It didn't stop then. It never stops. The moment you're still alive, the lessons keeps on being dished. Whether you are aware of them or not. And this weakness culture that I'm seeing now being built in young men. It's very scary. It is very scary. I can't even relate to it. Because during my time, things weren't like this. Things weren't as worse off as they are now. But that also teaches me that I need to also be hands-on with how things are moving. I need to know how the youth of now is thinking. How can I be able to place my help 
where it's required and needed. I can't help you if you can't help yourself. The same way I'm helping myself by building this, by doing everything by myself. Learn to enjoy this. You will get to a point where you're going to miss all of this. I remind myself that I'm going to miss editing. Now you get to a point where I just have to do the, the recording video podcast coming up. Don't worry. You're going to see us. And next thing when you do, <laughs> I hope you're going to support us all the way, man. But with the little that we have, we continue. We do not disacknowledge our position. We are also quite capable of helping ourselves get to where we want to go. We have to also be very self-critical, self-reflective, self-aware. We also have to give ourselves distance between us and our work. We have to see its impact. We have to have the conversation. We have to instigate them. We have to pit ourselves against other people. And it's not about winning. No. It's about trying to find where are the minds of our people at? What is running their governments? And the government I'm referring to is the mindset that you've installed. I don't even want to talk about democracy because democracy is not for Africans. We do not want democracy. Democracy is failing. Hence why, as Africans, we should make each and every leader of ours throughout our history as a case study. We learn everything and we apply everything that worked. We go study those who did the things that worked. I've seen now how people are becoming more spiritually in tune. But also be careful of the fact that with this woke culture that's going on out there, the very same people who have agendas can be able to infiltrate the very same information that these people who are part of the woke culture are feeding off. Which means there's also layers to this work. There's layers to the truth as well. And you find that they control each and every layer. Because the moment you, you peel one off, then the other is also there. That's why I believe. Question everything. Question everything. But Africans need to start seeking African solutions for African problems. Mentally, we are not in a good space. We need therapy. There are things that we need to put to bed. And one of the most important things that I will always emphasize on is the inferiority complex that has been instilled in us for over 500 years. We are a victim of it. We never got born at the time where it was instilled, but we are a victim of it. We are a nation that inherits hurt, that inherits trauma. And it gets to a point where a black child thinks all that they are born for is struggle. No one is born to struggle. What we are currently living in, it's a manufactured struggle. They've worked us to a point where we can be able to enslave ourselves. There's good things in technology and also there's bad things. But there's a reason why things are moving this way. I'm going to have more and more discussions about artificial intelligence because ChatGPT is on the rise. Microsoft is investing billions and billions of dollars into OpenAI. They're integrating all this technology into their products. Recently, it was uh, the Bing search engine that Microsoft owns. And there's a lot of skepticism. And this is also a time where we need to rethink information. Little knowledge is too dangerous. And I also just saw a thing just a few weeks ago that 
The IEC, who's responsible for voting in South Africa, is has introduced an online voting system. <laughs> the dangers of technology, guys. Need I remind you what happened in 2016 with Cambridge Analytics? Go do your research. Go do your research, guys. You know what happened with Trump and the elections. Oh, we live in a world where things are set. They were already chosen. They already know who's going to be your next president. What his next objective is going to be. What his agenda is going to be. Set agendas. And one thing I love about the people that run the world is they are already 10 steps ahead of us. While we're busy feeling sorry for ourselves, they are bu busy building the next plan so that once we figure ourselves out of this, because I do believe that sometimes they do let some other people get out of the matrix, but that's natural. It's supposed to be like that. A few, but not everyone. Because once that starts to happen, now it means they need to tighten the force of the grip that they already have. Because in order for there to be riches, in order for there to be rich people, there have to be a lot of poor people. There's close to 9 billion people on earth. And all the people in the world have enough money to irrigate all the poverty in the world. But that doesn't make them rich. They don't become rich if they don't hang on to all that wealth. So... Africa needs to start playing at their level now. Africa needs to manufacture. Africa needs to distribute. Africa needs to purify. We must not just be in the primary sector. We must be in the secondary and in the tertiary sector. We must package and we must sell the goods. Not just about packaging the goods, but also we must develop a currency that is revolved around that mineral. That mineral that will be able to speak to that region so that we know each and every person that wants to transact or do business with any African nation, they are going to be basing the price of patches on the currency of that certain mineral that is going to be set. This is not something new. I took this from the great Joshua Maponga Marara decolonization of the African mind because we are still prostitute of the very same white colonial system that we call capitalism now. It's no longer colonization now, it's capitalism. We are at the mercy of the people that own us. It's up to us to take that power back. It's up to us to say enough is enough because I keep on asking, we have the numbers. Black people have the numbers. And yet, we are the most poorest race in this continent, in the most prosperous continent. What mineral don't you find in Africa? And yet, Africans are the poorest people on earth. I find that impossible. Really? Who keeps saying Africans are poor? Do you know how many languages that you find alone on the African continent? Thousands and thousands and thousands of cultures. You see, I'm still speaking from the, the, the Western system. Who is to say that Christianity did not come from Africa? Taken from Africa, modified in Rome, and then brought back to the world to conquer. Many of us who are in Christianity these days are not ready to question the religion that they follow. Knowing very well... That the same religion that you follow is the religion that was used to conquer you. To steal your minerals. To steal your land. 
to dominate you, to mind rape you for all these years. And then you continue to go to church. My God does not dwell in a building. I am dwelling with the Lord everywhere I go. Many, many things are done in the name of the Lord. Many. Because I do believe that uh, anything that man touches, it becomes tainted. The problem started when men came upon earth. Because there's few men who, who saw that with this we can be able to control people. Go back to your history. Constantine, when he wanted to unite his empire. I think he had seven or eight parts of Rome that he wanted to unify. And he was looking for a religion to unify his people so that he can continue to conquer them because all these people believed in all different kinds of things. Go do your research. Learn your history. Because these are the very same people that we are glorifying as fathers of thought. Pythagoras, Isaac Newton. Where did all these people go to school? I'm afraid they're going to have to tell you they came to school in Africa, Egypt, Kemet. Ancient Kemet, to be specific, taught by Africans. But that's a conversation many of us are not even willing to have. No! A black person can't believe that black is great. No! No! Look at, look at even the Jesus story. He's black, he's white. If he was not black, why did you have to change his color? I believe that Jesus Christ was a construct of the Roman Empire. Mark and Angela's cousin, he was commissioned by the emperor to do a, a picture of a holy family. There's no holy family in Europe, is there? There's nothing holy in Europe. And still this day they tell you, European civilized Africans, we civilized Europe twice. Do you remember the Moors? The kings and the queens of Spain who built the castles all across Europe. <laughs> There's still plenty more episodes coming that we're going to be discussing this. It's finding cracks in the story. Find cracks in the story. Don't believe everything they tell you. That could be someone else's version. Mm. When I think about version, I think about the King James version of the Bible. <laughs> This man commissioned great writers of the 14th century. Hey! Hey, one of my favorite writers who is still impactful up until this day. He brought us one of the most impactful love story. Romeo and Juliet. And this writer's name, by now you would have figured out, is William Shakespeare. William Shakespeare found a way to make sure that he puts his name and he's sending into the Bible, the King James Version, to be specific. At that time, no one who was an artist would be allowed to have their initials, their name, or anything to show that that art belonged to them. So creatives of that time had to be creative. I will return, and uh, once we delve deeper into that aspect, because I want to do a deep dive of hidden colors can't wait to do that i got in touch with it and then i started to do research about other great writers that also are talking about the same thing the very same thing that i encountered there and i i and i asked myself why is mainstream media not covering this i remember this time during covid 19 when all social media websites they were just removing everything to do with african history 
Hey, I want to go and check my pages. Nothing. Aibo, what's going on? Where did all this information go to? I, this page does not exist. I, this, But also, it was a reminder. Hey, these, these platforms, you don't own them, man. These platforms don't belong to you. They belong to Google. They belong to Facebook. They belong to Twitter. Hey, come to think about it. Hey, all these companies come from one country, man. The United States of America. Hey, that United States of America propaganda machine is running at its highest. It's on another level. And I have to give it acknowledgement. It's the same thing I, I used to talk it says, they be like, look at all these people. They're watching our movies. They're listening to our music. They're wearing our clothing. So, how about we use Hollywood to spread our message? This is one of the reasons I always ask. South Africa is so talented, and yet we don't have a Hollywood. Come on, man. So much talent, guys. Hey, we are being beaten by Nigeria. Take example from our brothers. Hey, I love Nigerians. And how they support their people. African people. Ooh. When they love you, they love you, brother. They will follow you to the ends of the world. Look at Benda Boy. Wizkid. Davido. Tiwa Savage. And many more. Yo. Huge superstars. Huge world superstars. Africans. Yeah. Come back to South Africa. Look at Caspanyo Vest. Nasty C. Huge African talents. This is a call, guys, to the, the, the men with the power and the influence. Guys, let, let's build our own Nollywood. Let's build our own Bollywood in India. Eh? Come on, man. Let's own our produce. Because when we start to do that, then we start to, to determine how our image is being viewed into the world. I don't want to lie. There are many bad things that are being said about South Africans. And just because a majority of South Africans are doing that, or any other nation that is in Africa, doesn't mean that everyone is that kind of way. This is an opportunity for me to address the inhumane treatment of foreign brothers that we have towards one another. And it just shows that lack of information and also that inferiority complex on how we can be able to respect a foreigner from Europe, a European, and bow down to them. And yet, a person with the same skin color who's just a few kilometers away from you. I have a lot of friends who are foreigners, brothers, Zimbabweans especially, very smart people. Ooh. My physics teacher was a, my former physics teacher, sorry, was a, a Zimbabwean. This guy, he was a, a physics teacher and he was also going to school to CPUT. Shout out to Mr. Tirivavi. Thank you, sir, for believing in me. I remember going through all those struggles and you as my homeroom teacher, uh, you used to uh, uh, strengthen me. That, hey, Tando, you must not give up, brother, man. It's not easy. As you can see, Nam, as well. I am doing my best. I have not thrown in the towel. Hey, those were tough times, guys. I was not good at physics anyway. So the following year, I decided to, I, I will drop out. But the beauty about it in me choosing those difficult pure maths and, and physical science, I got to be around him as a teacher, man. He was a true role model. And the mere fact that every time he spoke, he was like, I'm taking this skill back to my country to improve my country. And I so wish that South Africans can have the same mindset as he did. Just on a closing note, that we need to love our country the same way we love ourselves. He knew that he will not be able to get that opportunity should he remain there in Zimbabwe. 
So he came into South Africa, got the educational opportunity, and uh, even got a job as a physics teacher at a high school, at our school, specifically Weinberg High School. And even then, he continued to educate himself because he saw that the more I get these qualifications, the better I get paid, and also the more opportunities in which I have. Improve yourself so that you can go back and improve. That is what I also love about each and every African brother that would take on the same mindset as Mr. Tirivavi had instilled in me. And the fact that not everyone comes to this country to, to destroy. It's not by force. And thank you, sir, for making me realize of the, the stability that is in our country. The way you talked about Zim, I can tell that uh, you love your country and that you want to see it better. And that attitude uh, is the same attitude I want to instill into myself and also the entirety of the continent. I think that I never got an opportunity to tell you that the conversation we had made me want to see this for myself. Because you Zimbabweans are very resilient. You are very smart. You stick through the pain and you guys are very knowledgeable. I learn a lot from Zimbabwean people whether he's construction worker, he's a teacher, whatever. But the Zimbabweans that I've met in my life, are, they've, they've had a very positive impact and you are one of those people. So as a teacher, you were also a father as well because I lacked that when it came back to home. So when you used to ask me, Tando, what's going on? What's going on? Uh, I always felt like it's my father trying to ask me, son, what are you going through? Son, this is not going to take you anywhere. Son, do this. Son, be aware. Son. And how all those years as a young boy, I didn't have a father who was present. My father was a teacher as well, but he failed his kids. He still continues to fail their kids, but it's a reminder that I will not fail myself. You are a positive influencer wherever you are now. Your kids, your partner, your family is so privileged to have such a person in their lives and I still see a future where each and every African can be able to commute with each other with brotherhood peace and harmony I thank you as the maniac thank you very much for listening to this episode it's a moment of reflection man of all the the, the things that led me up until this stage I am grateful and for many many more of these episodes this reflection because this is my personal journey this is a personal diary that I am hell-bent on taking and making sure that I do my best to make it live. I love and appreciate you, Tandole, to Keaton Konyana. The man you are becoming is a man that I am every day proud of. May the Almighty continue to show you through the road of prosperity. Namaste and Shalom. Thank you yet again for tuning in for this lovely episode. Until next time.